All right, you guys, this is Paul from Eat to Perform, and this is probably going to be a podcast that's going to be closed circuit to our members because we have the new Eat to Perform app, and you have to be a member to use the Eat to Perform app. And unfortunately, I have not closed out all my windows, and so you hear Facebook beeping in the background. I have my trusty um, companion, Sarah Kumar, in the background who's going to be relaying me questions. So Sarah, why don't we just start with questions and kind of go right. from there. Okay, so um, all of a sudden I'm not getting my fitness data in the app. Fitbit data still there, it's been like this for a couple days in a row. Okay, so we've had a couple situations that were relatively unique in this regard. Um, sometimes people have a, uh, my fitness pal account. Um, and, uh, I did make a tutorial video that talked about disconnecting and reconnecting. One of our members, Sherry Zelonsky, and actually I think she is responding to, um, this question in the thread and kind of describing it. But sometimes people sign up with um, their Fitbit or their MyFitnessPal information, and then sometimes they sign in with Facebook. And we have found that um, that will disconnect things if you do it that way. Um, that's not something I'm overly familiar with, but in terms of... Um, Using one or the other, that is something. The majority of people, though, there are, you have to, you know, it's kind of weird talking like this, but but there's, you know, a lot of tubes talking to each other, you know? Uh, this is like the old person in me um, explaining to people how the tubes work, right? Um, but there's a lot of different tubes talking to each other, and you have, you know, the stuff from Apple, you have stuff from Fitbit, and you have stuff from MyFitnessPal. And they're not always going to jive with one another. So um, you may have to disconnect and reconnect. Um, a lot of times people think that they can disconnect and reconnect in the app. Um, one really super important part is that everything starts from whatever device that you want it to work from, right? And so right. a lot of people think that um, it, it's gotta be a Fitbit issue, so therefore I'm gonna disconnect my Fitbit and reconnect my Fitbit. Well, if my fitness pal doesn't have your information held, you know, a lot of it happens from tokens, right? And so mm -hmm. um, if your token somehow gets lost, let me give you an example of how your token might get dropped. Um, if you go back and forth and you get really frustrated with the app, the app, it's not really the app that drops the token. It's actually Fitbit or my fitness pal that will drop the token. Right. Um, the app is not really meant for you to go backwards and forth. Right. Um, and we've talked a little bit about this. There'll be graphs that come later on that will help the way that people think about it. But if you're constantly going back and forth, the app is trying to grab that information 
And if you're trying to grab too much information too quickly, basically it's roughly 150 calls per hour to Fitbit. So if you're trying to get seven pieces of data for every single thing, you can run through those 150 calls really quickly. And so that ends up being problematic. So um, th there is a video in the group where I talk about how to make sure that your MyFitnessPal is connected to Fitbit um, mm -hmm. in the My App section. Um, if you have all of that set up, then the next thing to troubleshoot is your Fitbit connection. And so one really super important part that I talked about in the app is that when I um, disconnect the Fitbit, one of the things that you probably should do as a precautionary measure is to clear your cache from Safari. Here's why you would do that. Because if you don't, it will sometimes just ask you to open the app without getting permissions. And so mm -hmm. your Fitbit never truly connects. If you clear your Safari cache, it'll ask for permissions again from Fitbit and then it will actually connect your Fitbit. I'm not seeing a lot of people with those issues. Uh, most people, once they realize, oh, my my Fitness Pal is not connected to Fitbit, um, yeah. they reconnect it, and then boom, it's good to go. You know? Yeah. Okay, so we've answered that question. I have to say, you know, that is, there's, there's, Another question that's going to come up, and it's going to come up pretty soon here. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and talk a little bit about it right now. Okay. But if you're having these problems and it's not super intuitive for you to figure this out right now, might be best to stick to your trend sheet. Um, right. You know, um, just for the moment. But but that question is going to come up, and I'm going to have an answer for that here real soon. All right. Next question, Sarah. Okay. Are we saving data in both the app and the trend sheet, or do they communicate with each other? They do not communicate with each other. They're not meant to communicate with each other. Um, there is potential that they could communicate with each other later, but truthfully, um, you know, we kind of want people doing one or the other. And at some right. point, we're going to discontinue um, supporting, you know, a lot of the infrastructure in, in trend sheets. We want to move people mostly to the app and we don't want to have to have, you know, a bunch of staff members working on trend sheets and the other staff members working on the app. Um, right. it'll always be an option for you guys to use your trend sheet, but gradually we're going to move people over in terms of now, um, right now it's probably best to duplicate er effort. The next update coming, I'm, I'm supposed to be testing it this weekend, will have HealthKit. Um, this is actually going to answer one of the questions, so you might want to timestamp this one, Sarah. Oh, I got you. Don't you worry. I'm timestamping everywhere. <laughs> okay. So um, my, my fitness pal is not pulling. If there's any one monster regret that I have about the app, it's putting in 
that little section for your MyFitnessPal because people are assuming that it's pulling off of that and it is not. Um, the only reason we put it in there is so when we're reviewing it, your um, trend sheet and we want to go into your public diary on MyFitnessPal, we can do that. But we're taking it out because it's just it's just causing too many questions. People think that it's naturally pulling your MyFitnessPal and it does not do that. The only way that it will do that is it through Fitbit and through um, through uh, HealthKit, um, which is right. going to be the next update. And so, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get a fair amount of testing within the next three to four days. We'll be able to submit that to Apple. Usually takes anywhere from two to four days for them to um, for them to uh, you know approve the app and then kind of go from there. But uh, My Fitness Pal. If it's not pulling automatically right now, you don't have a Fitbit, you don't want to sign up for a free Fitbit account, um, that will be, you know, HealthKit will be a bit of a answer for that. And it also will allow for a lot of other devices like Garmin and Polar devices that do hook up to HealthKit um, that currently we are not supporting. So it's kind of exciting, but every time you bring something new into the equation, now you have a whole other layer of support and understanding and I don't have right. every single device so it's going to be a little bit difficult. Just remember that, you know, don't think of it as starting from the application. Think of it as starting from my fitness pal, going to Fitbit and then going to the application. Right. So when somebody says to me, my data is incorrect, um, Sarah actually sent me a message this morning <laughs> saying my data is incorrect. Um, and, and this is this is something you probably want to timestamp. So my data is incorrect. Why is my data incorrect? OK, so there's a guy in, named Bob in Wausau. <laughs> right. And. Um, what's the, what's the, um, what's the, what was the cheap wine, like strawberry wine, um, back oh, in the, Boots like Farm, uh, Boots Farm. Yeah. Okay. So, so Bob in Wausau is drinking some Boots Farm. I don't know why he's not drinking beer. I think everybody in Wisconsin drinks beer, but whatever. Right. So Bob in Wausau puts in his wine with X amount of carbs right and then x amount of calories you just manually put that in um and when the app interprets it all it's going to do is look at the carbs do the multiplier and then display that to you so if your um my fitness pal looks right but your app looks wrong you have to blame bob from wausau Who's putting in bad <laughs> entries on my fitness pal? This is part of the problem with my fitness pal. And even in the case of verified entries, the carbs don't always equal the calories, right? And we've always done it that way. Right. And we will always do it that way, where we're going to basically multiply 
a gram of carbs times four, a gram of protein times four, and a gram of, of fats times nine because that is the best way to do it and we're not so reliant on Bob from Wausau who might be a little <laughs> tipsy, right? Bob might be a little tipsy at this point. Yeah, so we can't rely on Bob's accuracy related to my fitness pal. Right. All right, next question. Okay, what do we need to continue entering on our trend sheets? In the app, I see protein, fats, carbs, steps, calories, sleep, and weight. So do you want everything else entered on our trend sheet? It sort of depends on, on what you ultimately want. Of course, you know, uh, we'd like to have as much information as possible from you. Um, you know, what they're mentioning, of course, is that the, the trend sheet has more information than the app, which if you think about why we're designing the app, we're designing the app to make things easier for people, not harder for people. I didn't have anybody right. going to me and say, saying, oh, my God, this trend sheet, so easy, right? Right. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's like barely an it's like barely an inconvenience, right? Oh my god! So, so what we tried to do was make it as simple as possible and go well. What's the information that we we need, and what right. can we kind of move forward on? And so, um, we do have a workout log and notes coming. Um, I don't know when that, I know it's not coming. I know it's not coming in the next update, um, but it may possibly come in the following update. Um, Which that answers our, our next question. How do we log our workouts? It's yeah. coming. It, it's coming, but don't hold your breath. Um, because <laughs> it might be a couple weeks, right? Um, right. And the other thing, uh, that people talk about is, is progress pictures and, um, and uh, measurements. Um, mm -hmm. Those are things that we want to add, but I do not see those happening anytime real soon. Right? Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, the so, other thing, too, is I, I want you to look at the questions um, in the thread that I sent you, but there's also people asking questions. Okay. On, so. Will we eventually be able to see? Um, our total calories burned each day. I love seeing that compared to what I ate. Total calories burned each day. Say that again. Will we eventually be able to see our total calories burned each day? So, for example, we can see steps, mm -hmm. but do we see the calorie burn on the app? So, like Fitbit shows you your steps every day and then your total calories burned each day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, well, the problem that you run into there is, uh, well, one, I don't really consider it that relevant. Right. So that's probably the answer to the question um, right. because the Garmin will say one thing compared to the Apple Watch compared to the right. Fitbit. And at the end of the day, the calories that you burned um, – don't really matter that much to us, right? I talked a little bit about this in the video that I put on the main page today about your metabolism, right? Doesn't matter what you burned if your metabolism is being compromised because you've been dieting since you were eight years old, right? Um, right. 
So that's something to think about. But but from our standpoint and the trial and error of what we do, calories burned doesn't really matter that much. And so we want to de-emphasize people focusing on that. That is a great question. So mm -hmm. the app won't pull from my weight from my Fitbit. Uh, that is correct. It does not pull anything <laughs> from Fitbit. Um, so, so that's the answer to that question. Now, if you do have, like, for instance, I have my Withings scale um, synced up to my Fitbit, and it will pull that. And as most people know, it pulls it in kilograms. You can change that by manually changing your weight. Um, you can always change things manually. And actually, um, calories and weight are all the way at the bottom. And uh, a lot of people are like, man, I don't even see that. You know, um, because, you know, uh, you have to scroll up to see it. That was on purpose, folks. <laughs> um, we did that. We did that on purpose. Um, so we do have another um, kilos question. Yeah. Oh, here, hold on. Oh, gosh, I just lost my. Um, is the weight app in kilos? Yes. Is the weight in the app in kilos? Yes. Are you just going to ask that same question over and over again? I just getting my. Sometimes I stutter. Okay, don't make fun of me. Sometimes I'm a that's not a stutter. Kid. That's just like repeating. Like a stutter is like, bleh, 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 right? Like it's, when okay, you just repeat it. the same sentence over and over, that's not a stutter. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So, so Seriously? if you're not familiar with kilos, um, all you have to do is multiply by 2.2. I have to say, you know, um, we may work on that eventually. What most people are doing is just manually updating it. Um, and we do, by the way, have the manual text boxes coming. I'm hoping that's going to be in the next update. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, that's going to help a lot of people because anybody having struggle, trouble like moving the slider and getting it to the exact thing, you know, because nobody, <laughs> nobody wants you know, their weight to show up at 171 when they're actually yeah. 169. So, um, so yeah, I, I totally get that. But yeah, in terms of okay. kilos, I'm just multiplied by 2.2. And we, we're going to come up with these solutions um, yeah. as we go. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a process, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. there's a reason why, you know, I keep saying this, there's a reason why nothing like this exists. You know, right. it's really hard to do. I manually enter steps in sleep as I use Apple Watch. Can't figure out how to get those steps in sleep into Fitbit. But when the app pulls data from Fitbit, it zeroes out both those values. I manually entered and saved. I have to keep re-entering and resaving them. So what you would want to do there, okay, is you would want to swipe up to get your Fitbit data, right? And then you go to save that data by clicking the pencil in the upper right and then manually doing it and then saving, okay? Um, so you're just doing it in reverse, right? So so do the Apple Watch stuff last. Did I understand that correctly? She's saying that she does put, so she manually puts the information in. But she's manually putting the information in first and then pulling in the Fitbit data. 
What I'm saying is pull your Fitbit data first, then move the manual, then save. And then that saves to the database. Okay. Save and manual. Okay. Um, why doesn't the weight pull from my fit? We already answered that question. Weight pulling from my fitness pal or Fitbit. Yeah. Um, the app does not and, talk to my fitness pal right now. Right. Um, how does the app help either coaches or customers? The trend sheet still seems super important. Well, in terms of the app, the app, the app right now, there's a lot of people using it and there's a lot of people saving their data. And most of those people can abandon their trend sheet right now, right? Um, I would not suggest that people should do that um, at the moment just because, you know, the app. I think the biggest reason why I would suggest that is because you're not seeing that your data is being saved. Um, But if it is being saved... And you're, you know, you're pretty comfortable, you know, you're perfectly fine just moving to the app. And let's be real about why the app is important. Most people aren't on PCs. The Google Sheets are very difficult. They're very finicky. And the app is going to solve that problem. Is it 100% perfect today, right now? It is not, you know, um, but we're working on all those things. And, you know, the we've already had one one update that's gone through. This next update's going to be pretty big because it's going to fix a lot of the stuff that, uh, that you guys are talking about. But um, at the end of the day, you know, we expect that the good majority of people will be abandoning their banding their trend sheets. I don't know that you want to do that today, but we are expecting right. that most people will prefer the app over their trend sheet. Right. And 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 I there's am. a good point about that. Request a review. Even if you're mm-hmm. using your trend sheet, request a review in the app. And the reason is if you request a review from your trend sheet right now, yes, we will get to it, okay? But we don't know that you have the app. If it starts from the app, then we automatically look at your trend sheet as well right now, mm-hmm. right? And so that's mm-hmm. the biggest reason why you want to do it in that order. All right, next okay. one. Um, let's see. I'm, while I'm saving data in my app, but I scroll to look through prior days, it wants me to swipe up to retrieve data as if I never did it before. That's on purpose, Right. Um, the reason why we did that, and, and we may rethink this at some point, but the app was not designed for you to go back. The only reason you're going back is because the graphs aren't there. And the, problem, the reason why the graphs aren't there is because it would have delayed us another month to two months you know, yeah. to, to get the app out. And so we decided, okay, we're going to go ahead and release this um, right now. Because the graphs, while important and while will really help you guys see that your data is being saved and all this other type of stuff, um, that'd be awesome. But if you think about it from our perspective, okay, how often do you forget to 
update your trend sheet and then you go back three days and you just update that data because it's in your My Fitness Pal. That's mm -hmm. what the app is trying to do. The app is just zeroing out your data and then you swipe up and it goes and gets that data and then you hit save. So you can actually save. Um, the, other, the other thing that this does and it's really, really cool if you think about it is you remember, oh my God, I ate a whole Papa John's pizza and I didn't log <laughs> it, you know, four days ago. And so you can go in there update okay i'm gonna be a little honest about this whole papa john's thing um right and uh and, and because paul and sarah are probably wondering why my weight went up six pounds right um and and you put that in there and then save that and then it shows up in our database <clears throat> but nothing shows up in our database until you hit save but yes as long as you go back now, this does bring up another question that actually comes up a fair amount that Sarah might want to timestamp is, can I go back and get all my data? And the answer is probably no. It will only go back as far as when you've signed up. So if you signed up two days ago, it'll go back two days. But if you try to go back five days, it will not. All right, next question. Okay. Uh, we kind of covered this, but the so there's a second part. Is it best to keep tracking in both places right now? I'm trying to explore the app for a place for notes and to track lifestyle changes, though I, I noticed there's not a field for calorie burn and water drink. Is there anything we should still be tracking? Now that I'm in the habit of the app, I'm wondering if I should still be tracking as that other info is interesting, helpful. Thanks in advance. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not that the information is useless to me, but it's kind of useless to me, right? We can figure it out without knowing how much water you have drank for the day, right? Um, notice also that there's no body fat percentage, and then there's body fat percentage, and there's BMI. I don't need that stuff. Right. So, I mean, part of it was there were requests for these features when it was a trend sheet and it was like, well, OK, you know, we'll do it. It's just another entry. You know, it's no big. And so so this big monster thing was created. Well, that big monster thing, when a new client starts, they go, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. <laughs> how much information that I have to put in and they don't realize it's true. We don't yep. actually need all that information. Right. And yep. and so um, even in the case of of, you know, workouts and notes, I do think that that is important because, you know, if you're struggling as it relates to, you know, weight, um, what you do and how you do is important. Um, and so that's why we will be adding it and we will be adding that note section. But I still think we can kind of figure it out from trial and error with the information that we have right now. So, yes. um, so it, it always comes down to if, if you like that information, I mean, typically you, you know, it, you can get that information from your Fitbit app. You know, you don't right. need it from us. So I haven't been able to update the app in a couple days because it says there's a problem with Fitbit. Fitbit seems to be working fine. 
Yeah, for some people that that was a glitch. Um, what was the first part of her question? I haven't been able to update the app because it says there's a problem with the Fitbit. That's all. And I had that problem as well. I disconnected my Fitbit and reconnected my Fitbit. Yeah, because that was a that was a um, I got that error message once too. Mm -hmm. um, and once I disconnected and reconnected, um, but I, I haven't seen that where it's problematic as it relates to someone updating their app. I mean, you know, the, mm -hmm. the tried and true, um, issue that you can always try is just to delete the app and, and reinstall, you know? Yeah. Um, that doesn't fix a lot of things. You know, it, it does fix some things though. Um, okay. We only have a few more questions, then we can move to the main page questions. Uh, what is a live trend sheet review? Oh, this is not a, this is not a, an app question, but what's a live trend sheet review? I'm a lifetime member. I've never heard of this. What perks am I entitled to? So on Fridays, we do live trend sheet reviews at noon. Um, and uh, it's just a great way for us to kind of get that information out there. And then it's also a podcast where um, Sarah and I kind of talk about <laughs> more entertaining aspects of each perform. Yes. Like yes. her cat jumping around on the cupboards in the back and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, she goes crazy during calls. I don't know. She it's wants funny. that attention. Um, okay, if our numbers get updated on the trend sheets by our coaches, but the app numbers are not updated, what is the approach to getting the app numbers updated? Okay, this is the most important question, and I'm about to give you the most important answer. Anytime you have a question, request a review, right? Yes. That's the easiest way to do it. And I'm not going to say that I'm always going to have the answers as it relates to troubleshooting whatever problem that you might be having. But if, if, you know, a coach makes a change for you and it's not in your app, that's, that's a really simple one. Just request a review. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, Lori is asking, um, you should request a review from your app, not your trend sheet. Yes. Always start from the app. Do not start from the trend sheet. I know we still have people requesting from the the trend sheet and we want to move away from that as much as possible okay so now do we want questions from the main page or the trend sheet page well there is nothing on the main page just so you know um there oh, got it. okay there, so, it's only on in the trend sheets group trend sheets okay is the app only accessible by phone? Probably a dumb question. I like to use my PC often for my data input because I have a Garmin Forerunner. Mm -hmm. um, got to Android. Basically, I'm not fully understanding things. Not a dumb question at all. Um, but no, the app is not a web app. And and um, we did contemplate doing that. Um, we may do that at some point, but it's very low pro priority just because so few people i mean i've talked about this 92 percent of the people this was like a year and a half ago 92 percent of the people access everything from the internet on their mobile device whether it be ipad right. iphone android whatever um that's the direction we need to go um because i'm sure now it's probably 95 percent 
And so right. fewer and fewer people are using PCs on a daily basis. You're going to love this one. My app doesn't show any of the previous day's data. Well, we just talked about that. Um, yeah. The um, It's not supposed to do that, right? And I know that that sounds weird. Um, you know, obviously all of, you know, MyFitnessPal, Fitbit, whatever, you can go in and get that historical stuff. Once the graphs come in, you guys are going to kind of see, okay, now I see what was going on. Because what you will be able to do is go into carbs, calories, whatever, and, and go back and look and see what the historical data is. But right now, um, it seems like it should be easy to install these kinds of things, but it's not very easy. Um, requires mm -hmm. a lot of developer time. And, right. um, and, and so that... You know, the the question was, did we want to get the app out in January or did we want to get it out in March? And right. I think we've solved a lot of problems that mm -hmm. uh, could have potentially have come up um, by having you guys in the app. And I would say mm -hmm. that, you know, just judging by the responses that we're getting from people in, in the reviews, that people are loving the app. Right. Even uh -huh. if the only function of the app was just to be able to request a review, like you're sitting there at lunch and you right. say, oh, my God, you know, I'm feeling fluffy. You know, maybe I need a fat <laughs> loss cycle. You know, like that's pretty awesome. I I yeah. About yeah. Rather than going into this clunky Google sheet and stuff like that, right. that maybe, you know, doesn't um, doesn't. Uh, um, show up on your mobile device this is this is a great way to do it what what it really is when you think about it i mean yeah the data is nice getting that data so we can look at it and and and, and help you guys that's awesome um but really look at it as a communication device and then you'll go okay because i will tell you this right now you guys are communicating with us more than you ever have before yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like, pretty awesome. I mean, uh, that's what this has always been about. And I think to a certain extent, if people are being honest with themselves, that the Google Sheets allowed them to sort of hide. Right. Yeah. And now, now, because, you know, this, you might want to timestamp this because of the auto, I'm on it. because of auto review, um, you're automatically, being we're checking in on your plans now you know rather than you know the onus being mostly on you because think about what you're really buying when you buy each form you're trying to buy some level of accountability now of course the coaching program is the ultimate level of accountability right where you're buying you know sarah's time my time you know right. um but we're we're trying to get as much accountability for you guys and as accessible as we can be on the highest level. Um, okay. And if our numbers get updated, oh, hold on here. <laughs> I wanted to ask you the same question over again, but I won't. When requesting review for updated numbers, TDEE, how to use the right word, do we give them to you or will you know or access our trend sheet? Trencher. I don't understand the question. So I think when she's just 
so Heidi, if you want, if you if you think that you need new numbers, you want to request a review. Oh, this is this is a here. great one. This is a great question. Okay. Yeah. I get a lot of people sending in a review, and I'm like, I have no clue what this person wants. You yeah. Know? Um, I mean, in some ways, I really love the people that are communicating that you know. Oh my God, you know. I don't feel comfortable right now or please don't take away my food. Like that's the kind of communication we need from you guys, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if you're just like talking to us and you know, you're not communicating what you actually want, right? If you're asking us now as a coach, we're going to look at your trend sheet. We're going to look at your history and we're going to say, I appreciate the fact that you want to lose weight, but you've been under eating for the last two months and you haven't even been doing your macros at this point and you're not right. losing weight right now. That's where the coaching piece comes in. That's where we kind of have those come to Jesus moments with you guys and tell you why, you, tell you why you're failing, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, the more you can communicate, the better. Um, yes. I will say though, you know, if you're just going to communicate that, you know, I want to be in fat loss, I want to be in fat loss, I want my weight to go lower, you got to ask yourself, did you really give the other side a shot? You know, right. um, because I see a lot of people who have it, you know, mm -hmm. who came in under eating, you know, um, actually need to move to a little bit of a performance cycle so they can actually see a deficit. You've got to ask yourself, you know, I mean, I hate the thought of earning a deficit, but did you earn a deficit? If you were eating hey. 1,100 calories, we bunch you up to 1,500 calories or 1,800 calories and your weight is stable, that's actually quite good. You're doing yeah. a very good thing at that point. And a lot of people will actually see some weight loss but the scale goes up one or two pounds, they freak out and then, you know, want to intervene and go back to low, 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 low. And that's actually the opposite of what they want. So we do try to um, dissect that in your, um, when we're interpreting your data. Okay. Um, and we did address this, but uh, if, and she said, maybe you already addressed this, can, can't for the life of me, and put my correct weight with the slider. Is the app going to be updated with easier input? Yes, we're yes. adding we're adding text boxes. Yes. Um, and there was an interesting question, and it got hidden here. Um, just if I'm sure you, somebody said I'm surprised there's calorie burn is incorrect compared to why are steps more important? Why would you rather see somebody's steps than what a calorie burn for their day reads? Because the calorie burn is, well, and, and to a certain extent, steps are, is, is similar, right? Um, right? But what the Apple Watch believes is your calorie burn compared to the Fitbit believes is your calorie burn, but compared to the Polar, compared to the Garmin, it doesn't really matter near as much, right? right? So all we're trying to do is get some idea, is this person moving or are they not moving, right? Right. You know? Um, I mean, I will say that Fitbit gives you a lot more credit for steps than, say, Garmin. So if I know that somebody's a Garmin user, um, 
then I go, well, okay, they're, they're, I mean, but I think we can pretty much agree whether you have Apple Watch, Fitbit, or, or Garmin, if you're at 2,000 steps every day, your, your steps need to go up, you know. Correct, yep. You're trying to interpret so a million different calorie burns is, is of no consequence one way or the other. And, and if you think about the way that we do this, if your weight is going up or coming down, that is a bigger signal than your calorie burn, right? So if, right. if you're getting in 20,000 steps a day and you're losing eight pounds and you lost eight pounds in a week, well, I know your calories are way too low, right? And so we're always, you're always trying to find a baseline and then estimate off of that baseline. And we're pretty good at it. I'd say we're probably the best at it, actually. Um, but, you know, we don't see a whole lot of outliers that end up either gaining 10 pounds or losing 10 pounds, right? We're, right. we're usually in a pretty good ballpark to start from. Okay. So if we're getting auto-reviewed, reviewed where and at what point do we communicate what we want? You can communicate anytime you want with us using the review function. So let's say that I auto-review you, okay? Most of the time the auto-reviews are going to be based off of the plan that we just set for you one way or the other, right? Now a lot of you guys are auto-reviewed because your plan just got set. Um, and so I'm going to look at it, Brad's going to look at it and we're going to make an assessment based on the plan that you have, you know, and the goals that you have set. Um, so I'm going to then, and, and this is another thing that's coming that's going to be really super helpful is notifications. So you'll get a notification that you got reviewed. And so now I say... Um, everything looks great, you know, um, I see no reason for change, and you're like, dude, I'm hungry right now, right? <laughs> so I ought to review you, I'm communicating back to you, you know, and you're thinking to yourself, no, I need more food because I have a competition coming up, I just didn't think to request a review. At any point, you can request a review. But we want to make sure that those auto reviews are in place for all of your accounts so you're getting those constant touches. Because what we found was, um, especially as many of you guys have re-engaged with the app, you know, there was people that, you know, hadn't requested a review in months, you know, that are much more engaged now because they have the ability to communicate with a coach in the palm of their hand. We have a pretty important question. Yep. Craig wants to know, is your picture wonky or is it the camera angle? Um, <laughs> and it is really funny because it looked like, you know, like a Salvador Dali painting kind of like the perspective is off on your, your picture. Did Craig just call, did, did Craig just call me ugly? I feel like Craig just called me ugly. Yeah. <laughs> is wonky another way to say ugly? I feel like it is. Yeah. <laughs> It's not. Um, it is, yeah, the angle of this, you know, you can see it's like, funny. The, my veiny forehead. Um, it looks like an M.C. Escher or something drawing. I don't even know what that means. See, you just went like, 
too too artsy on me there. Yeah. You know? Oh my god, I think I found a topic you don't know anything about. That is awesome. I mean, the only top, the only there's there's very few. First of all, I love art. Just so you know, I I absolutely when we went to France, big part. I know. I saw. I was like drooling at a all big part of the reason was to go to the Dorsey where a lot of the impressionist art is. Um, I love impressionist art. Um, I'm a monster Van Gogh fan. Um, the uh, they did a a series of documentaries on all the impressionists. I think a lot you know a lot of people don't realize that um, the uh, impressionists were only like a hundred years ago, and um, yeah. uh, what was it? Picasso was alive recently. You yeah, know, like uh, I almost. I used to wear his daughter's perfume, thinking it would like help infuse my artwork. Yeah, I, I um, I almost bought for five thousand dollars one of his little piece oh, wow. um, stenographs oh, wow. or whatever. Um, oh, wow. It was like numbered one. You can buy one of my drawings for that much. I'll buy you the make you little sketch. See, that would be an example of. <laughs> Of the things that I thought to buy with the amount of money um, when I was playing poker that I, I would love to have all that money back. <laughs> if I could have all that money back of, yeah. of going to, um, you know, buying VIP at clubs in Vegas and, and, and uh, what, what is it like the, the pools, what do they call the pools? Um, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Brianna's in Las Vegas right now, though. Yeah. You know, Brianna just turned twenty-one. But they, all all the time. all the places have pools with like these really high-end pools, and then there's a DJ and usually. Is it called a baller? Is it a baller pool? No, somebody will know what it is, but it's um, I, the the best one that I've ever been to, and I know some are better. Um, and I don't know why I can't think of it. But it's it's called rehab, and they did a show on it. Um, oh, and uh, you know, every Sunday, um, the idea was that everyone would go to this pool before they left Vegas, right? And so, usually, uh, me and my friends, a lot of what what I was doing, um, not only playing poker, but you know, there was always like this entertainment value as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Uh, uh, as an example, you know, um, there was one time where, you know, Mr. Chow from Mr. Chow's restaurant, Jeffrey Katzenberg, oh, wow. you know, um, if you were a poker player, you know, you not only wanted these people to fly into Vegas to play poker against you, but when you were there, right, you would go to dinner and you would go mm -hmm. to a club and you would go to like these um, luxury pools and you would have the the end all be all cabana set up for those people so they could be comfortable and and in somewhat of anonymous type of situation you know mm -hmm. um, that was that was part of the hustle right Interesting. Um, and it was always layers to the hustle, like like Jeffrey Katzberg and, and Mr. Chow. Those guys were playing in games much bigger than um, 
the games that I would be playing in typically, but for the most part, um, I brought to a lot of those guys that, hey, you know, I know that you want to play poker with these guys for 24-7, but that's not why they're coming to Vegas. And so I brought a lot of that entertainment value um, to those people. And, you know, that's awesome. yeah, some of that, some of that uh, hosting and stuff like that, because, you know, in the blackjack world and, and pit boss world and stuff like that, things like that is common. But in the poker world, poker players didn't think like that for a long time. And what, you know, um, guys like me thought about was, look, I'm 48 years old, dude. If I'm coming to Vegas, I want to have a good time. I don't want to just sit at a poker right. table for four days. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So Eric asked a question that we, we've talked about a couple times. How do you link your MyFitnessPal um, to the app? And that would be at 5 minutes and 35 seconds, Eric. Yeah, well, there's another thing that we didn't really talk about in that scenario is it doesn't seem kind of intuitive what it is, but, you know, you have a lot of information that you're trying to put in a really small device. And so right. the, the when you go into the hamburger menu, which is like the three squiggly lines at the top left, okay, and you open that and it, it says your name and your plan and stuff like that, there's these three green lines um, that kind of look like an equalizer. Um, that is your settings. And when you go into that, it will have all the information and I believe some of it you can edit. I, it might, might even be all of it that you can edit, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Um, but I know that uh, that is where you would go to disconnect or reconnect your um, your Fitbit. So okay. Trends application setup. This is more of a general ETP question. I need to um, I think I need to go to group coaching and have someone hold my hand for a bit. Yeah. Just did the one year of wheat. I'm looking to upgrade. I've done ETP for a year and I'm losing my momentum mentally. Yes. I need an accountability buddy in the form of a coach who's going to kick my ass and keep me on point. Welcome to group coaching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is, that is, you know, I mean, one of the things with coaching that um, is really underused is the calls, you know? Yeah. Because um, even, even when coaches are on you daily, right? Um, people still try to hide, you know, oh, yeah. um, and, and what we're really like, when you look at the app, if you think of it as a communication tool, that's, that's probably the best. But if you, the, if that's one, a one B is accountability tool, right? Right. Um, and let's be real. It's sort of the opposite of what everyone else in the diet industry is doing, you know, mm -hmm. everyone else in the diet industry is basically setting something up. So you fail and you have to constantly buy their stuff. Right. So think about Weight Watchers as an example, and I don't have any hate for Weight Watchers or anything like that, but you know, how many people do you know? The only way that I have real success is with Weight Watchers. How many times have you done it? Seven. 
if if you've done Weight Watchers seven times, it's inherently yeah. not successful for you, right? right? And so what we're ultimately trying to do is, you know, have, you know, layers. And, and, and there's some people, there's some people that have been doing Eat to Perform for four years that we don't even talk to very much. And we look at their plan six months, you know, every six months, you know, they'll, they'll come up for a review or something like that. For air? Yeah, they'll come up for air. They're like, yeah, it's still doing great, you know. Abs on fleek, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, but, yeah. but there's just some people that don't need that level of, of, of care. You know, right. um, and, and some people that do. And, and when we look at how we've designed our program, we've designed it for um, real casual interaction and where you're constantly um, around, but maybe not acutely around. Right. And some people need more acutely around so they get into the habits of meal planning and sleeping and and things like that and then once you you know kind of have a lot of those things in place then you can take one or two out maybe you start to eat a little bit more intuitively maybe you now um uh, you know view your sleep a little bit more flexibly i mean one of the things that kind of came up this week was the idea of when someone um, is finding that their sleep is off, that they they start to you know go to bed a little bit earlier. So if their sleep is a little bit at, at normally at nine thirty, and mm-hmm. they're finding that that it's creeping to eleven eleven thirty, they start their planning a little bit earlier. You know, right? That's someone that's been around for a long time. You know, that's someone mm-hmm. that has has really worked on their accountability in a big way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have another question. I don't want to skip over because I'm sure a lot of people have this one. Is untapped. Is there going to be anything with untapped? Are we going to keep that in our trend sheets? Or is there another um, another idea for untapped moving forward? So I know people like what happened with untapped and the in terms of the trend sheet. And I don't know that I have a real good answer for that right now, but when you look at what happens on a coach level, when you look at Mike and what he does, all he does is goes in and looks at your information to see if you're doing what you need to do. Right. And he can 100% do that. You know, I mean, basically he's randomly drawing names you know, and so if he randomly draws your name, you're automatically, mm-hmm. you know, in untapped one way or the other, yep. right? Um, and you get extra points for some of the things that you're doing. So we can easily keep track of that without having um, the untapped. I, I think the problem that you run into, um, and we did th- we did think about whether that wants to be on the timeline, and if it does end up being on the timeline, it would a be another app, um, or b um, you'll know, be a while down the road. What I envision us doing is we would still do Untapped, um, but it's not going to be as good as the trend sheet. Just being right. straight up honest with you. Straight up. 
straight up, homie. <laughs> what did good? Lots of questions. Yes. That was great. Yes. And I, I, I think if you listen to all the questions, um, you know, sometimes, <laughs> you know, sometimes we'll have people that believe that there are a million different problems and a million different answers. We just went through an hour and pretty much covered everything, I think. That's yeah. right. So, you know, let's, and, and, and most of the issues is just trying to get people a general level of understanding. I mean, of course, right. we'd love it if the, the app becomes more and more intuitive over time. Most of the things that you guys are concerned about, we're addressing in updates, you know? Right. Um, and so, you know, the text box, which annoys the shit out of people and it annoys the shit out of me, right? That, <laughs> that is going to be fixed, you know, oh. having to save your data, you know, yeah. auto save is coming, you know, so yeah. all of these things are coming. It's just a matter of time. And, and the thing about it is it feels in some ways. Okay. So if you want to know how much I love my wife. <laughs> This is how, just get ready. This is get how ready. much. Um, Brace yourself. Um, <laughs> so I almost went tell the scale story. I'm gonna tell the scale story, but tell, yes. but, but um, but remind me. Um, don't let me forget how much I love my wife. Right. Um, don't worry, I won't. Okay, so <laughs> one of the things that comes up a lot in so I have two teenage daughters and I, and I don't want them to be overly conscious of their weight. Right. And so even ever since they were little, we had our scale, it's in our furnished room and, um, it's relatively inconvenient for both my wife and I to do it. And so it is a pain in the butt. I can't say that I weigh myself every single day. Um, but, you know, I do try to do it most days. So if you weigh yourself in your bathroom, right, you're typically going to be naked weighing yourself. So we have to come down to the basement. Um, and Can I just preface this? Yeah, this go ahead. The first time I heard about this, we, I was on the phone. You and I were having a phone conversation. Yeah. And all of a sudden you say, you got to, and you giggle like a 12 year old boy. Yes, of course. <laughs> you got to excuse me because my wife is on the scale right now. Yeah. I mean, like, so, so my wife comes down to weigh herself and she gets naked. I mean, the one thing that I don't think that oh married couples talk about near enough is that you have your very own naked person that walks through your house occasionally. Like, <laughs> like if you told that to a 14-year-old boy, you know, his eyes would light up, you know. Um, that's exactly what you sounded like. And that's like at 48 years old. At 48 years, at 48 years old, that is still not lost on me, you know. <laughs> Um, in your basement where it's freezing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm sitting here working on trend sheets or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, this naked lady, you know, walks in front of me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got my very own naked lady. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we covered that. So, 
How much do you love your wife? Oh, no. It, it, how much I love my wife is, is basically that, you know, I still am like a 14-year-old boy every time, mm -hmm. you know, I see her naked. You know, uh, it, I mean, if she's in my room getting dressed, you know, I'm sneaking a look, you know what I mean? Like, that's just natural. Um, so, yeah, I'm still wildly attracted to my wife. Um, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. And it is interesting, too, because, you know, as as you age, you know, um, in a lot of ways for both of us, you know, we've aged better because, you know, for the longest time we weren't fit, you know. Um, my wife has always been some version of what she is right now, you know. Um, but she's definitely the fittest version she's ever been. And so, you know, there's so many times where I'm like, oh, my God, your back looks amazing right now. Or, yeah. you know, you, you've got little ab ridges, you know, mm -hmm. um, which... And all you, all you people should be listening to this who are in group coaching, who how many times have heard Paul say I gotta tell you this <laughs> you're perfect because you remind me of my wife you're built like my wife yeah like if if, if I say to you that mm -hmm. that you're built like my wife what I'm secretly saying what? to you is you're probably already awesome right right um but but true which i think is important because a lot yeah. of people come to group coaching and, and are here because they have some kind of body image issue right yeah and my wife's a farm girl you know yeah she's a she i mean she's at least derived from farm girls you know so my wife's not like <laughs> you know um my wife's you know she's got hips and you know all yep. the, all the cool stuff you know so it's kind of cute um uh, becky says thank you so much i'm one that's been hiding for a year and that makes things so much easier that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, because I think that when, you know, and we can sort of end on this note. All we really want from you guys is the ability to talk to us, you know, um, and and that's what the app does. And, and it's been crazy, right? We were getting everybody signed up. There's, you know, over a thousand people using the app right now. Um, what... We want to get to a point of is where we're just servicing you. You know, yeah, we've got to get new clients and keep the, the trains rolling and stuff like this. But, but ultimately, um, what we're trying to do is make it easy as possible to talk to all of us and for us to talk to all of you guys. So we will end on that note and I appreciate everybody being here. And actually I think this probably is an okay podcast. There's probably people that don't know anything about the app. that are going to be like, I don't know what they're talking about, but it's still kind of funny. Yeah. I think it was a real good one. All right, you guys. So everybody have a great weekend. We should probably end on that note um, and, and kind of talk to everybody about that. Typically the response time within with reviews is going to be about 24 hours except on the weekends right um right yes i'd love to tell you guys that we don't ever work on the weekends um right. you know i think sarah would probably admit it i would admit it brad would admit it april everybody yeah um but in general there's got to be some time for our families you know 
Right. Um, and and so uh, you know, it's so easy to want to jump on and help people because it's Facebook. You have basically instant access. Yeah. But it it is really important to have family balance for everybody. Obviously. I mean, my my family is like you know, hey, did you see my post on Facebook? No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't see anything on Facebook. You know. <laughs> I get that all the time. Too. I get like twelve hundred tags a day. You know, like, pull, 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 you know, which is awesome. I mean, I never see them. Just so you guys know, I never see a tag. Right. You know. Right. Um, there's just way Facebook too- eats them. Just yeah. Facebook, Facebook eats, eats all my tags. Um, and so that's another reason why the communication with the app is, is so important. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, I've had people with the app, you know, hit request review and just say, Honestly, I haven't been doing the plan at all, but thank you for creating this app because it's the thing that's going to hopefully get me moving in the right direction. And as long as we're, you know, communicating with those people mm-hmm. and they're being auto-reviewed and stuff like that, that's that's where the dream happens for us, you know. Right. Um, you know, I've said this before, the only thing that we really want is to be the best small business available and give you guys all the attention that you deserve. So... All right, I appreciate everybody being here, and uh, we will talk to you guys later. Bye now. Bye, guys.